Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to another installment of the All About It podcast. I'm your host, Bennett. Hello. Whoa, whoa, what was that? That was my ghouling. <laughs> your ghouling? Oh, wait, I'm Arielle. Yeah, we got that. <laughs> what do you mean, you're ghouling? It's What's all, ghouling? It's because we have to talk about what the episode is about. Oh, well, you know what? Yeah, you're getting all, you're getting all ahead of ourselves now. So, Arielle, why don't you tell these beautiful... B- Babies, beautiful people out here. What today's episode's all about? It's all about ghosts. All about paranormal. Paranormal and ghosts. Both. And maybe Whoa, spirits. I just, saw, I just saw a thing. No, you didn't. I, I just saw spirits. Something. Whatever you like to call them or refer to them. Specters. Orbs. You never. I mean, you never know. It's it's case genies. by case. Are genies ghosts? Is that it? That is, is a gin? really good question. I have no idea. Because. They're elusive and also see-through well, and kind of mischievous cloud, too. cloud-esque. Yeah, a little bit. So, a little bit. And they can somehow fit in a bottle. Well, here's the deal. I think at the, at the core, obviously, some people, they take that idea of ghosts and paranormal and the spiritual realm very serious. Yeah. Very serious. Yeah. I don't think that we are those people. No. So, you know, I'll come right out and say... What? I'm I don't I'm not a true uh believer in ghosts. Ooh. And to that you say what? Oh. I mean I don't really I respect anyone's opinion on this. <laughs> well what do you, what do you think? Where's your oh, where do you stand on um, the ghost supernatural? I have had some very real encounters. And I am the kind of person to be like a wimp and totally afraid and I don't like it and I want to like shy away from it but for some reason I am presented with experiences some hauntings I don't even know what to call it but like for example I will have some stories to tell today that were definitely happening when I was fully awake so We'll, uh, we'll get there. Do you want to talk about it right now? Why not? What do you, I'm, I'm already kind of like, what do you, what, what ghost are we talking about? You know, I can only think of one time in my life. Okay. No, I'll break, I'll break it up. Make it easy. Two times in my life. Okay. I can't wait to hear. One, I'm uh, living, my brother had just moved out of our condo in Redmond, Washington. He went off to college. I was approximately, what, maybe 15 years old. And I remember looking at my closet and I saw the outline of my grandmother uh, wearing like a fur coat and like big with like a fur cap and like big earrings. It was really late at night. And I think my eyes, you know, they were just kind of playing tricks on me. But then the image faded away. And so I think about that. I had a question for you. What the hell hell was I smoking? I had a question for you. Where can I get that fur cap? Right. Well, my my grandmother, uh, Nana, was, you know, Fern Sr., she, beautiful gal, f- super fun. I wish you had gotten to meet her. Um, but, yeah, a lot of fur. A lot of fur. She is why coats. I have my wedding ring. True that. True that. So what's your second story? Second story is I remember uh, when I was younger, I, I, I was in a room uh, when me and my brother didn't share a room, but he was still home. 
I was in like this open room. So you'd walk up the stairs and there's just like this open room. Oh, like the middle den. Yeah, it's like a middle open den. No yeah. privacy because, you know, what do I got going on? And then <laughs> so I'd be and I remember this happened a bunch. So I'd be lying in bed and I probably had just finished watching an episode of the X-Files because I was really into the X-Files that at that Ew. time in my life. It's kind of a spooky show. Kind of a weird thriller show. And I would I could always see like this dark shadowy figure kind of like walking up the stairs but i i always knew it was just my imagination like i there isn't an actual thing right there i think a lot of people experience that yeah eyes playing tricks but that's it to me yeah. it's always just been like me yeah two experiences in my 30 years of life that i chalk up to late night just eyes wandering in the darkness alien binging yeah is it Mulder and Scully. You got it. Really? Yeah. I thought I job. mixed up the first letters no, there. You did. You did. Oh, did great. Thanks. Yeah. There you so go. that's it for your. That's it. So encounters. over and over and done with. So that's why really? you know that's why I'm uh, to this day I'm a bit of a skeptic. Right. Yeah. I don't blame you. There you go. Like I I have seen stuff and I still am like how is this real? Is it real? I don't know. I don't know either. So why don't you? So you're saying what? Like how many experiences have you had? How much time do you got? Well, uh, I'll I'll go ahead and tell the ones that felt the most like just the presence of someone else was there, and I was seeing stuff at the same time. Okay. So the first one that comes to mind is when I was on my Netflix trip. I talked about that in episode three, all about being a photographer. I talked about how I went on a two-week trip with Netflix, and I stayed at different places all over the East Coast. And one of my pit stops was Savannah, Georgia. And they put me up in one of the most haunted hotels in America. It's called the Marshall House. The Marshall House. And when you look at it, you're just like, yep, that's right. It is haunted. No doubt about that. Um, what did so it look like? Or what's, I don't, I don't it know. It looked like just an old southern, like, war hospital, oh. but, like, renovated. And it was beautiful. It's a beautiful hotel, like, gorgeous inside yeah. and out. Um, but I think that's the history of the hotel. I think it was a war hospital, like, in World War II. I could be wrong. Um, Were people doing weird stuff in this war hospital? No. Oh, so it's just a Actually, normal... Actually, I can't remember. But... It's not like an extra weird... <laughs> an extra weird war hospital where they did, like, weird stuff. Like, that's how it always works. It's like, they gotta be... I don't like know a, what war it was. I can't like remember now. Stuff yeah, it might basement. have been... I don't know how it could be World War II. I don't know what war it was but that happened and it was there in yeah in the basement and um so I check into my room and I immediately leave and like wander the city on foot and I decided to <laughs> take myself into a ghost tour place where you like sign up to go on a ghost tour and I wasn't gonna do it but I started talking to the guy just about like where to go in Savannah. I was like, what's your favorite place to go get a drink? What's your favorite place to eat? And he asked me where I was staying. And I said, the Marshall House. And he said, well, what room are you in? And I told him. And then he gets this book out and opens it to whatever page and points to my room number and says, you might want to change rooms. You were in the haunted room. Yeah. 
like this room of the is haunted famous. hotel like 217 or something so i go to a restaurant and i get a couple drinks and by the time i get back to my room i'm like am i gonna switch rooms or what like i was kind of buzzed and i was like going upstairs and i was like you know what i can handle this i am a 23 year old i ain't scared of no ghost yeah <laughs> 23 or 24 year old and i can do this so i get back to my room i like wash my face get ready for bed and i just start to feel a little bit you know on edge like my hairs are standing up a little bit that feeling of like and it could have just all been in my head from him telling me that earlier mm -hmm. so what happened was i get in bed and i end up leaving the lights on because i feel that weird at this point i left the tv on mute and the lights on uh, ghosts hate that they hate when you leave the lights on. So, damn it. So I fall asleep for maybe a few hours and I wake up and I start tossing and turning and like I'm fully awake. Like I checked my phone. I was like going on Instagram, playing with pictures, and then all of a sudden, right above me, the ceiling fan cord, like the thing that hangs down and you can pull on it to make the light turn on and off or the fan go, was literally swinging. Like, someone had just grabbed it and just chucked it, like, as hard as they could, swinging over my head, and I was like, okay, well, um, it's four in the morning, and I don't know what to do. And I just rolled over and fell asleep. ASAP. Un unexplainable. So weird. Windows were closed. Everything about that didn't make sense. Windows were closed, AC was not on, the fan wasn't on, nothing was on, except the lights and the TV. It was really weird. And then the next morning, when I went to check out, I think it was only a one or two night stay, when I went to check out, I woke up really early in the morning because I had like a 5 a.m. departure to Miami, and I get up and it smells like burning paper or burning something was burning so 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 bad and it was just the smell it wasn't smoke or anything outside nothing was wrong I didn't hear any fire alarms going off like it was the weirdest thing so I call the front desk and I'm like hey is everything okay because I smell this like really intense burning and she just goes oh that's a common Thing that happens around here and it's just kind of unexplainable that's weird yeah so marshall house was intense high energy it's really also, weird also like if you work at a hotel you should hope it's haunted because then like you got weird smells and be like oh yeah <laughs> sorry about the weird smells that's just the Blame it on the ghosts. That's just ghosts, <laughs> and it's you know, this place is haunted. What are you gonna? There do? are stories attached to the Marshall House. I'm sure. I'm sure you can look it up, but I I can't remember the exact, uh, like if if it was a de a specific death or many deaths. I can't remember what it exactly was, but it's online. It's a famous hotel. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm not, I'm I don't plan on going there. I don't plan on going back. I want to go back to Savannah. Yeah. You stay in a cute little Airbnb. Fair enough. So my second encounter was a little bit more recent. And 
I was with you at your parents' house one of the past couple times we were visiting in Redmond, and there was a chair in the guest room that we stayed in. Oh, yeah. And... Old chair. Old, like, ornate, like, <laughs> like, like, not dark wood, but not light wood, like that in between, like, 1800s wood. <laughs> it's old wood. Yeah. And, like, carvings like an, and stuff like in it. Old uh, oak or maple or something. Right, right, right. Mahogany. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm in the room. Were you in the room with me? Uh, I don't think I, so. I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Um, I was changing to put my pajamas on, and when I took off my normal daytime clothes, I put them on the chair for some reason. Like, I was getting undressed, I put my clothes on the chair, and then I was putting my pajamas on, and as I was getting dressed, there was this, like, white orb looking like long thing that was just over the chair like it was sitting there or trying to sit it was so weird so vivid as i was getting dressed i noticed a tall white orb type thing floating over the chair almost like it was trying to sit there or get up or something and Crazy. I just stared at it. What? I was shocked. Like, I hadn't seen something like that in a long time. When I was younger, I would see things similar to this more often than I wanted to. So when I saw this, I was like, okay, this is still happening. And it was just kind of there for a second. And then all of a sudden, it just bolts for the door and it's like gone like it disappeared like it went through the door or like did it, it, like was, it went like underneath it's fuzzy now but my right like just out like uh the secret world of alex mack the silver stuff like mario and oh oh yeah yeah <laughs> like the t-1000 from um terminator 2 i don't know turns into is. the liquid metal and i only know alex mack sorry it's the same thing All basically right. the same thing so anyway, that was my most recent, very memorable, very vivid Jeez. viewing. <laughs> I re yeah, no, now I recall you you talking about that, and I was yeah. That's just weird. It and was, the second it was old wood. I it was told old wood. I told your parents, and they were like, "Yeah, that chair." Wow. I think they got it from somebody else. I don't know. So you're a believer. You, you know, there's something well, there. You don't know what you believe, but there's something there. Right. Something's going on. Something, right. Something's going down. I'm not one to just say that there were floating white things above chairs or say that there were uh, fan cords going back. Yeah, what's the point? <laughs> what's the what? point? That'd be kind of a weird lie. Um, no one's impressed. I like can't lie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know we got... <laughs> We got so many submissions and so many reactions to to asking people out there what their ghost stories were. And, you know, there's some made me laugh. Some made me made the hairs uh, yeah. creepy crawly on my skin. Yeah. So what do you think? Should we share one or two? Yeah. Which one do you want to share first? We, um, we narrowed it down. How about we share this one? 
This one comes from Maple Valley, Washington. Really? Yeah. So, okay. Don't gonna... name names. Awesome. <laughs> Washington. So funny. Okay, fair enough. Okay. So, uh, when I was between the ages of five and six, I had my first serious paranormal experience. I just moved in with my biological father, who I'd never met before, his pregnant wife, and their son, my half-brother. I remember the house being large and elaborate. It had two staircases. One was a spiral staircase leading from the second floor to the library, and the other uh, just a regular staircase taking you between all three floors. This house was old and clearly had some history and sat on a good chunk of land uh, that included an ostrich farm. Oh, damn. Okay, so I don't remember much of the eight months I was there, at least not uh, any happy memories. I know I had just gone into the first grade. Somewhat can picture what my school was like, and I remember watching my dad chop wood for the fireplace. This is really setting the setting a scene here. Great story time. I definitely remember stubbing my big toe so bad that the nail was hanging off and bleeding. Everything else is a blur, besides the creepy stuff, of course. Sounds like this is some foreshadowing. Uh, shortly after moving in, I began having strangely realistic nightmares. I would wake up in a cold sweat and cry for my dad. And he'd come in to tell me a story until I fell back to sleep. The nightmares evolved into sleepwalking. I would hear and see the strangest things in that house, like skeletons dancing in the kitchen. What? And snakes crawling all over the furniture. I spent every other weekend at my mom's house, and she began to notice how tired I was. After speaking with my father, they sent me to see a therapist who chalked it up to anxiety from a new living situation. Apparently, my lucid dreaming was all because of social stress. My mom had a lot going on at the time, so she decided to have me continue living with my dad, and the nightmares got worse. I started seeing things, even in an awakened state, unbeknownst to me. My dad and his wife were experiencing things as well, but didn't really know how to tell anyone. Instead, they would get angry at me for always ending up in their bed, scared of what I was seeing. The last night we spent in this house was the last straw. My stepmom had got up really late for a glass of water. It was sometime between the hours of midnight, three in the morning. She was walking down the regular staircase and had got to the very last set of steps when something tripped her. She ended up fracturing her foot and had to be monitored at the hospital due to her being several months pregnant. When my dad checked to see what had tripped her, thinking it may have been a toy left out, there was nothing. He asked her to put the fall into more detail, and she was hysterical, saying that she didn't trip over anything, but instead she felt cold fingers wrap around her ankle and trip her. We immediately moved out once she was released from the hospital into my grandpa's house, and I ultimately went back to living with my mom. The house was later abandoned, dilapidated, eventually condemned, never lived in again. Wow. This was only the beginning of my paranormal experiences, but probably the scariest of them. Well, there you that is intense. There you go. Thank you for, for sharing that story. I didn't know that she was from Maple Valley, Washington. That's cool. Beautiful place. So I, I've heard stories like this. They're all different, but it's always so... Like for me, when I 
have felt something or seen something, I'm always alone. Hmm. Of course. I can't be like, oh, hey, you, look over there. Do you see it too? Like, there's no, <laughs> there's never anyone to, like, bounce off of. You know? Yeah. Well, that's just a... It's that's a, a pretty intense It's one. a trippy story. Yeah. Because it's it. like there's... Oh, God, that was so bad. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you? Uh, yeah, it's it's hard to unpackage a story like that because when multiple people experience it... Um, yeah. And then it becomes... Separately. A, yeah, separately. And then there's a physical mm-hmm. uh, thing, like a feeling of being tripped or, or pulled down. And I've I've read a bunch of stories about that too, of people being feeling like they're being held down or, or, you know, something gets pushed over or something. Or like tr- pressure on your chest, like unexplainable, yeah. like hands. And so th- that's weird. where you know that's where it's like that's it's it's crazy. Yeah. Because you know? how I can't you can't devalue this person's experience. That's what that's what happened. Exactly. You know how do you explain it? It's it's not explainable. Yeah. It's not explainable. Cha 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 cha. All right, how about another one? Okay. How about another one? Okay. <laughs> this one uh, is uh, from a friend in Seattle. I just love your reading voice, I got to say. Oh, thank you. Thank Mar- you. Married you for that sweet okay. voice. Okay, there you go. Well, well, I'll finish green eggs and ham later. Okay. Um, so this individual has actually a couple small ghost stories. Most recent one? About four or five years ago, I was living in a house in Beacon Hill. It's a neighbor, neighborhood in Seattle. Uh, the way the house was laid out, when you walked in the front door, you entered through the living room, and you can see the kitchen to the back porch through the kitchen windows. So I was standing in the living room, tending to some plans. When out of the corner of my eye, I see someone walking past the kitchen window. And I immediately look up, waiting for the person to walk past to the next window. That was about two feet away from the first one and I didn't see anyone walk by the next window so I went out to the porch to see if there was someone out there no one was on the porch but my roommate's window which has porch access was open so I figured maybe he went into the room via his window because he was weird like that I blew it off walked back inside but as soon as I stepped back inside that same roommate came walking through the front door He was just getting home from work and had been nowhere near the back porch. It was very eerie. A couple days later, my boyfriend at the time was taking the dogs out onto the porch. He opened the door, and as soon as he stepped outside, he saw a large black mass charge up the stairs at him. Being startled, he quickly stepped back inside and slammed the door shut. He thinks it was the same ghost. Wow. But we never saw it again. Wow. A large black mass charging you up the stairs. I yeah, I would I would I'd probably be pretty freaked out. I would lose it. I've never seen a black thing. I've only seen white things. So uh, she goes on. Previous to that, I believe I saw a ghost of an eight or nine year old boy when I was standing at a bus stop across the street. Uh, was a motel. A motel style apartment building where all the front doors were in a row and led dire- directly outside onto a porch that had a solid wood railing now on top floor i watched a man exit his apartment followed by an eight or nine year old boy now there was about a 12 inch gap between the floor 
and where the railing started where I could see the man's feet and legs, but not the child's. What? When I looked back up to see if the kid was still following him, he was gone. Okay. The man walked down the street by himself, got into his car, left alone. He's a magician that makes boys of eight or nine disappear. That's awful. That's awful. Yeah, that would give me, I'd be like, what the he- what the heck did I just see? I'm, it must be me. I would just, I would think it's me. Okay, here, how about this? Years prior to this, I was out with a couple of friends on Halloween night. We were drinking, decided to walk over to a cemetery and try and creep each other out. Uh, not a highly encouraged uh, activity, um, but eh, you never know. Yeah. Could be, could, could have some fun. Sorry, I'm, I'm going gold. off, going off the rails here. <laughs> we're, so they're walking around. They're being, being silly. When I, when I suddenly felt very drawn to a particular grave. Hmm. So I stood above this grave and called out whatever spirits might be there. Sounds like you were, sounds like you, yeah, you were definitely drinking. Hashtag summon. At, at this time, I was still skeptical about ghosts and was just goofing around. But moments after I called out, I felt someone grab my arm. Hmm. I'm thinking it's my friends. I turn around and my friends were about 10 feet away nope. at another grave. Nope. Bye. Like, I think we've uh, exha- exhausted our fun here. <laughs> we can go ahead and uh, do something else now. Yeah. Go to the movies. Wow. Yeah, yeah, those are the. I think maybe it's it's seeming then that some people might attract uh, more of that that energy, that paranormal, spiritual, whatever. And then beyond that, some people feel presence, and some people see things, and some people only hear things. Well, some people like that Long Island uh, mystic or psychic or whatever. Some people they got medium. The, yeah, medium, whatever. What she does something where it's like I know, you know, I can talk to your dad and she's like, he had leather boots and your like, dad was a guy right and they're like yeah how'd you know <laughs> <laughs> everyone's like clapping i mean i don't how do you feel about that stuff the you know um ghost hunting i honestly haven't watched it enough to really like it's a billion dollar industry ghost seriously hunting. selling all kinds of weird contraptions I've, that help yeah you know, yeah check out ghosts i've watched more of that than like the medium stuff mm-hmm. but what like you don't even know like what they're producing on those shows like the post-production is just like you never know they're like okay we went back to the tapes we rewound everything and we found this and it's like a it's glitch <laughs> of light that they could have edited in and like you will never know if that was real or it's like this sound it, like they're they have a tape recorder going and it records like what they say is like the voice of like the judge that <laughs> died there, but it's just like a sound that's just like rip. Yeah. And it's like un- why? Oh, why does? Why do we have this? Oh, if we slow it down, if we slow down, and they slow it way down, it's help me <laughs> something like that. <laughs> something like so. So they're just like oh oh my god, and it's like yeah, you got you know seven seasons later like how many ghosts are we really oh, man. talking about here? who's the guy in the booth doing the slow motion sounds i don't make know. it sound like Get me that's out a of here. legit career path seriously i think you could do that really well thanks you're welcome thanks i'll take it i could be a ghost hunter <laughs> maybe maybe this first half of my life i'm the skeptic and then i'll start a you know ghost hunting enterprise is there a lot of money Divorce. in ghost hunting? <laughs> I don't think is there a lot of money in ghost hunting? I just don't I don't see where the revenue stream comes from. Right. You, know? you can't prove it. Yeah, I don't I don't know. 
Unless you do one of those, um, like, Halloween mazes where the people run out at you with the chainsaws that don't work. Oh, those can be really scary. I don't ever want to go to one of those. Yeah, that's like not ghosts <laughs> at all. Not those are like my idea people. Of fun. Those are people with like chainsaws like covered in fake blood and they're like I don't like and that. And it's dark and yeah. then they just jump out at you. It's like that's scary as hell. Yeah. And it's like you know that they're coming. And they, they like <laughs> use strobes and things that freak you out and give you headaches and make you feel, you know, loopy. Yeah. Well. Ugh. It's not for everyone. Yeah. But it, it's exciting. No, yeah, if you want a good thrill. I do have a family ghost story. Family ghosts are the best. Yeah. This is like a classic story from my mom's childhood. Classic. And it was just like, no one saw anything, but it was just like an unexplainable thing that happened. And everyone was shocked. And there's no reason why anyone would have done this. So what happened was, well, just a little bit of a backstory. My mom and her siblings had an, I think, either a great aunt or an aunt who was a really good painter. And she painted oil of, like, Seattle skyline and just, like, beautiful paintings, like florals and so many awesome things. And they they had a painting of, I think it was the one of Seattle that I'm remembering, and... One morning, they all woke up, and it was across the living room and just all over the floor. What? And basically, like, there was no reason... The dog did it. I don't think they had a dog. Well, then it's a ghost. Maybe at one point they did, but I don't think... Yeah. The cat did it. So, that always, you know, that was always a... (laughs) A good one to tell. But um, that I think that same painting might have been still in that garage like up until a few years ago because my Uncle Brian and Aunt Loma still live in the house that my parents or that my mom and her siblings grew up in. And I think that they had it up until a little bit ago and then they got rid of it because of bad energy. I don't know why. Well, maybe trippy. Maybe not bad energy, but just like get it out, you know? Bad energy. Yeah. I don't like bad energy. Yeah. I'm anti, anti bad energy. Yeah. Pro- most likely. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any family ghost stories? None come to mind. Yeah. I can't think of any family ghost uh, stories. You know. Did Evan have one? No. Oh. No. He's just a big fan of the movie Ghost Dad. Oh, okay. That's what it was. With uh, Bill Cosby. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was his. That was his. Uh, contribution to the to the idea okay yeah was ghost dad the movie was a good movie <laughs> um featuring bill cosby as a ghost right it was it was dad he's a dad he's, go, he's ghost he's yeah, a ghost he's a ghost dad the, the movie you you just bill cosby ghost dad mm. you've now whatever just flashed in your mind mm. that is the movie for sure right Those are all some, those are some pretty good stories. Yeah. Those are pretty good stories. So here's what I did though, is this is, this episode's called All About Ghosts. And we've talked about like whether they're real, whether they're not, you know, people's experiences with some supernatural, you know, orbs Mm -hmm. uh, and all kinds of, you know, shared some stories. 
But what I did is I actually I, I took a list. I made a list here of the twelve best ghosts. And these are surprises to me. These yeah. are gonna. This is my genuine. Yeah. Reaction. So this is gonna be kind of like a game, kind of like a. Uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna get we're gonna work this out here. <laughs> so I got twelve ghosts. These are the best oh, wow. ghosts. These are, and this is my opinion. So honorable mentions for ghosts that didn't make the cut. Um, Freddy Krueger is an outlier, didn't make the cut. Yeah. Uh, also, Ray Liotta's character from Field of Dreams didn't make the cut. <laughs> um, so, okay, moving on. So, uh, f- round one. Okay, is, ready. Is Casper the Friendly Ghost head-to-head with Moaning Myrtle from Harry Potter? That girl in the bathroom? Yes. Casper wins. Casper obviously. wins that. Okay, I'll put a I'll put a note here that Casper advances to the to the second round. Oh, so a ghost is gonna win. Oh yes. Oh okay. There will be one. Okay. There will be one ultimate ghost after okay, this okay, tournament. Okay, okay, okay. So the next is uh, the Phantom of the Opera. That's a ghost. Yeah. They te- consider te- that a ghost. Te- they got we Phantom of the Opera. What about the Phantom of the Megaplex? So the Phantom of the Opera <laughs> versus Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice advances. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice with the advance. Okay, here we go. Now. Was that Michael Keaton? Of course it was Michael Keaton. Oh, okay. You Michael know what? Keaton won the all timers. Shout out to Michael Keaton. <sighs> Love you, babe. <laughs> so, a Slimer from Ghostbuster. Oh. Ghost, go, the, the Ghostbusters. Intriguing. Slimer versus the Headless Horseman from the Sleepy Hollow. Uh, the Slime Guy. Slimer advances. Okay. Okay. Great. I mean, what's your opinion on all these? Do you agree with me? Uh, you know, uh, so far, I think I do. Okay. So far, I think I do. All right. Okay. Uh, how about the twins from The Shining? Ooh, always my worst nightmare. Hate, hate those. Versus, versus Samara, the girl from The Ring. Oh, my Making the face God. go. You are making me pick between my worst childhood nightmare and my least favorite villain in a movie. There you go. Oh, wow. I. You know what? The twins from The Shining or Samara from The Ring. I'm going to take the twins. Twins advance. Okay. Very well. <laughs> keeping, keeping track on that. Um, okay. We have... Uh, Patrick Swayze's character from the movie Ghost Ooh. versus the Ghost of Christmas Past. Describe the Ghost of Christmas Past. You know, dis- what's the Ghost from Christmas Past? It's a character from the, you know, the, a Christmas Carol, Scrooge. He's gonna. Oh, 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 oh. Like, he's life passing him right. by. Boy, what day is it? Oh. It's Christmas Eve, sir. And he's like, oh, I got time. Sir. Yeah. What was the first one? Patrick Swayze's character. Patrick. From the Patrick. movie. Ghost. Yes. yes. Okay. Fair enough. I love how you paired these together. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tried to make it random and like this is this is what it is. Okay. The Crypt Keeper from Tales from the Crypt versus Bruce Willis's character from The Sixth Sense. Ooh. Spoiler alert. Spoiler he was a ghost alert. the whole time. Ooh. The um. whole time. <laughs> the whole time. Bruce. Bruce Willis advances. Good on you, Bruce. Okay, now now it's getting now it's gonna start to heat okay, up. I okay, think. okay, okay. So we're into round two now. So round two is we have uh Casper the friendly ghost against Beetlejuice. God. 
I'm, you know what? What do you think? It's close, but I have I have my answer. But this is this is for you. you I'm gonna say Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice advances to to round. Was three. that your okay. pick? Uh, yeah, that would have been my pick oh, too. Yes. Okay, now we have the twins. Oh God. From The Shining, against Slimer from Ghostbusters. Slimer. Slimer. Get those twins out of here. I don't ever want to see them again. Fair enough. Slimer. I actually, just side note, I always thought that it would be cute if Adria, my sister, and I were those twins for Halloween. That would be terrifying. Keep me away. But that also might be kind of cute. Not tonight. Might be a cute, cute, uh, cute yeah. get up. Yeah. Okay, so Slimer advances. <laughs> okay. Uh, so then we have the Patrick Swayze okay. from the movie Ghost against Bruce Willis's character from the movie The Sixth Sense. Patrick. Patrick Swayze advances. Okay. May he rest in peace. Okay, here we go. And now we have the uh, basically a three-way run for, you know, who's the best? We have oh, God, I'm nervous. Patrick Swayze in the movie Ghost against Slimer from the Ghostbusters against Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice takes it. The whole thing? Yeah. So Beetlejuice is a ghost. Oh, yeah. Okay. For sure. Yeah. 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 I think great character. I could have I could have switched the the order of a lot of the the characters. I think, and I think we would have came to Beetlejuice anyway. Yeah, uh, the probability is high because Beetlejuice is, uh, and Beetlejuice is probably high too. So. Ultimate, ultimate ghost. I think. Yeah. Uh, it, Casper would have been fine. You know. Wait a minute, and you should know the answer to this immediately. Is Howie Mandel's character? In real monsters. A ghost? A ghost. No. No. I can say irrefutably that Howie Mandel's character Maurice in the critically acclaimed uh, blockbuster Little Monsters. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, he's not a ghost. He's a monster. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend figuring it out and watching it. I don't it. even know how... Oh, you brought that up because you're asking if he was a ghost. Yeah, not, yeah, not yeah, a ghost. Yeah. Monsters. Monster. Definitely monsters under your bed. Yeah. You know, the idea is you have monsters under your bed. This is a, a world it's where... It's a silly 80s kid movie. Yeah, it's it's one of the best. It's great. Great soundtrack. Fred Savage. What about... Daniel Stern is the dad. Ben Savage is the younger brother, so the Fred Savages get to get it on together in the same movie. I mean, what else... Do, do you want in a movie? Well, that's like Macaulay Past, Culkin present, and Kieran Culkin. Future. That's like the Culkins. It's kind of like the Culkins. But I prefer the Savages. Both great. Both great. Um, so another ghost question for you. What about Tom Hanks' character as an older man in Big? Ghost? No. <sighs> okay, no. Fine. No, because he, he reverted back to being a kid. You why? Know? Why am I stretching this? Why? So why I think, do I want I think, this to happen? Because he he made a, a wish on a Zoltar machine, and right. and he wished to be big, and it made him big. So right. that's not a ghost or a monster situation. Uh, I wouldn't even necessarily call that paranormal. Um, <laughs> you know, that's a wish is granted. That's like a leprechaun fairy. Right. You know, it's a fairy tale. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, another great film, though. One of the yeah, best all time. Yeah, one of great. our favorite. It's a family favorite here at the if, household. If someone made a movie between the years like 1986 and 1990, that's kind of our wheelhouse for movies, I think. Yeah. And probably Penny Marshall made it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been anywhere that you knew 
going into it is maybe what they call haunted and you felt something there because you felt it or you felt it because of its history that you've heard of. No. No. And I know uh, the closest place to where we live in Oceanside is the Del Coronado. I was. That's exactly what I was thinking about. The Del Coronado I've been to a handful of times. Beautiful establishment. I had a sighting at the Del the first time I went there. It's an old hotel. Yeah. Which, and it's still, you know, it's got this, that, it's got a vibe to it that I think is conducive to potential hauntable there, situation. There is a story of a woman who passed away there. I'm pretty sure I know her name. Why don't you guys look it up if you feel like reading that story? Because it's really depressing. But I remember going there for the first time when I was pretty young we had just moved here and there's a staircase a short staircase that goes from the valet area into this like middle room and there's these huge beautiful chandeliers and like really dark looking like old ornate decor and it's a very I mean, this place screams like haunted Hmm. and so much character. It was built in the late 1800s, I think, and they've just kept it up ever since. But it is so like chilling and I don't even know how to describe it. Is that even a word? Chilling? Chilling? Oh, yeah. Chilling. So essentially, I was walking and you can kind of see down different hallways and there's like mirrors and just different things and I remember being a not away from the group but like not exactly next to everybody and I saw something very vivid and oh man I don't exactly it like has escaped me now more than ever but in terms of like being aware and awake and remembering this it was definitely there it was more of like a white outline of someone, a flash. Hmm. And I didn't know the history of the hotel going into it. I just felt this presence like someone was watching everybody. It was so weird. And I don't want to like say that. Like, I don't want to, you know, like I, I don't want it to be real. I don't know why. I just don't. I don't know. I digress. There have been so many places that I've walked into where I was like, uh, yep, uh-huh, this is happening. Like, this... This is haunted. ...gives me a feeling. And you've been with me quite a few times when I've, like, said that. I think the classic line is, this place is haunted. <laughs> like, well, Yos- when we went to Yosemite, even just being in, like, the big fields and just looking around, it's like, whoa, there's history here. Like... That feeling of like, it's almost like a heavy feeling and you just feel like other people are there, but you can't see them. Not going to lie. I'm, I, even after us, you know, having this conversation, I'm still kind of, I'm not Mm anti-ghost, but I just don't, I don't buy into it. But there is something that, you know, pulls you into it. Right. Like there's something there. There's Mm -hmm. something there. When I talk to my good friend, Roger, he's a firm believer in uh, angels and demons which aren't ghosts ghost I, when i when i say the word ghost i picture casper the friendly ghost me too i picture a cartoon but 
angels and demons we have a completely different kind of view on another place i felt a heavy presence was at emerald heights where my mom's parents lived out the rest of their lives and it was basically like a really nice um like senior living senior living situation yeah and just like walking through the halls and just so many feelings of like emptiness and like this heavy like weird tension like I can't even describe it it's so strange like I'll walk into places and be like okay yeah this is this has got something and I just don't it just passes by and then by the time I'm like there and hanging out it's like that's not what I'm thinking about necessarily but right when I walk in very specifically it's like it hits me and I mean, I guess it depends on how many places I go in a month, but I'd give it an average of like once every other, you know, once every other month, once every two months. Pretty crazy. That's a lot. Yeah. I know we went to the Fairmont Empress in oh, Victoria, British Columbia. Oh my God. She's got a bunch of ghost stories all around. Yeah. I encourage anyone to look I'm it up. I'm remembering now. It's also like one of the most beautiful. It's stunning. Beautiful. We yeah. love Fairmont. We're, we're a. V- Hi, Fairmont uh, family. Yeah, we're Fairmont people. And uh, <laughs> the Fairmont Empress, awesome spot in a beautiful city. Yeah. Victoria is great. Famous for their tea time. Yeah, they got they got it going on up there at the Empress. But the architect, there's a story with the architect. I can't remember off the top of my head, so I don't want to paraphrase it. But um, something went down with the architect. <laughs> and now he walks uh, with a cane in the lobby sometimes. Give people, it to me. People, that's the, that's the story. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then there's also, I guess, a woman was, uh, a woman died in a room and then they demolished the room and now, like, she wanders the halls or something. Oh. Yeah. And then me and my buddy Sheehan, shout out homeboy, we went on a ghost tour, like, around downtown Victoria and it's like, you go to the, there's a place where, like, they have the stock, stockyards, something. Okay. Something like this. Okay. Uh, where they are the stockades. Something. It's a place where they'd like what hold public executions and what? things like that way back in the day. Oh. And so that place is obviously haunted. And then there's like a prison nearby to that, like a decommissioned small like brick prison or jail or something. That place was haunted too. Yeah. I'm, I might be I might be a little off base. <laughs> I'm not. I don't. I don't have the best memory. It was fun. You know, there's a lot of out. history in that. Oh, a lot in that of town, that city. A lot of history. Yeah, my history with that city is less about ghosts and more about breakfast. Oh, one of the best best breakfast, jam cafe. Best breakfast of my life. If you're ever ever in Victoria, BC, go to Jam. If I was a ghost, I'd be so pissed because like ghosts definitely don't eat like anything like if you don't if i never got to eat anything and you just like i'd be so hungry so hungry i would want to eat anything i would i would do i would mess with people like if i couldn't eat just food of any i'd mess with people all the time yep like what else am i supposed to do what else are you gonna do i'm just gonna mess with this girl mess with that guy (laughs) really creep him out what are you gonna do does that about wrap it up? 
Yeah. Does that about right? You can put a bow. You can put a bow on it. You could put a, a boo on it. Oh, Jesus! And I'm just gonna retreat now into my into a little hole. Well, hey, all you beautiful people out there, thanks for tuning in this week. Thanks for joining us. That was very fast. You just spoke very fast. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Thank he you. did. He did not speed that up. No, you did not accidentally speed up your podcast settings. That was natural. I'm looking around the room, looking at I you, looking anything. at you. I don't see anything. I'm looking right in that now. corner, looking in that corner. I love ghosts. I said it. I said it. <laughs> All right, <laughs> get over yourself. Move on to the nether world or the next plane. Be gone. Oh my god. There we go. Light some sage. Yeah, that did it. That was exactly what they needed. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? I did about 20 minutes of research before we started recording, and uh, I learned a lot. So wow, good for you. Just, if you tell them that you don't like them, they go away. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. All about ghosts. Thank you for listening with your ears. We really appreciate it. And if for any reason you feel up to giving us a rating or a review, we're on iTunes. And we appreciate you. The train appreciates you. I appreciate you. Bennett Jefferson Roberts appreciates you. And that's my that's my full name, Bennett Jefferson. But I mumbled Roberts. it, Thank so you. it was it was shorter. Oh, and there she blows, you guys. Saying goodbye, saying, saying goodnight, goodbye, like a nice kiss goodnight. on the cheek. Those little kiss, kiss. You know, sweet dreams from we the train. We love you guys. Amtrak loves you. Follow us on Instagram, All About It Podcast. Write it. Hey, if you. Hey, if you missed our ghost story submission time, n- now's the time. Well, now we need more. All about it podcast at gmail.com or hit up our contact page on the website I made. Yeah, baby. Thanks again, and we will see you uh, next Tuesday. <laughs> that was nice. Thanks. <laughs> Bye.